Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter, a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week two friends who happen to be hairstylists break down our week in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden, joined by my lovely co-host, Anna Schrader, and today we are going to be talking about goals, more specifically, Hunter's goals and how he set them. (laughs) Perfect. So uh, we like to start every week here with our rose and our thorn. Anna loves likes to call it our little bouquet. So Anna, what was your rose and thorn this week? My rose, I did some online shopping because like, you know, I live in the boondocks. And um, so I made a nice little H&M order and I was really inspired to get really fun, like fashionable clothes. Right. And I ended up just getting comfy clothes. I bought like <laughs> two sweatsuits, an oversized like graphic tee and like sweat shorts. And I am not mad about it, but it is funny because I looked at this order. I'm like, mm, yeah, none of this is work appropriate, but it definitely is comfy appropriate. And comfy. all day today, yes, comfy. All day today, I have been comfy level 10 in my my um it's like a dusty blue sweatsuit i love it and is that the one that you're wearing right now i am Mm -hmm. oh i thought it was like a like a taupe color no it's that see now that it's more of a dusty blue yeah it matches my phone almost exactly so that's fun and let's see my thorn hmm well today i spent all day filing taxes and um then I finally was like I can't sit here anymore I need to be productive and then I cleaned my refrigerator so did you like (laughs) take out the shelves and oh no no, no. them and no I didn't get that deep (laughs) (laughs) I just we were looking for mid-level productivity today <laughs> yeah, I just needed to like make room for the new food that's hopefully going to be in this week. But nice. um, yeah, no, I am really bad. I keep food too long. I I hate throwing food away. So I and then you let keep it, it till sit. it's too long. Yeah, I let it sit, so it's like literally growing mold, and then I don't feel guilty. So I know it's really gross. It's and then really I feel bad, bad but... at or and then I just don't want to like scrape the food out of the Tupperware <laughs> so that I end up throwing the Tupperware away. Right. <laughs> oh, I will usually scrape it out, but I'll do it on garbage day so then I can just take it right out. Right. But Hunter, tell me about what your bouquet is, what your week oh, looked like. Oh, my rose, my rose. So I went on uh, two road trips two weeks in a row. Uh, Bradley and I went down to a place in Alabama called the Unclaimed Baggage Store today. You have to tell everyone about this because I had no idea. And now it's going to happen. When I come to visit you, that's going to be on my to-do list. Absolutely. We'll take a whole, we'll make a day out of it. So there's this place in the middle of nowhere in Alabama. And it's literally just called Unclaimed Baggage. And... From what I understand, they, all of the baggage that gets unclaimed for a certain amount of time goes to this place and then they sell it. 
And there's everything from high-end luxury items all the way down to just like basic teas, vintage stuff, musical instruments, computers, literally anything you can think of is in this store. And How mad would you be if you lost your luggage and you went shopping there and they were selling your items? I've seen YouTube videos where people say that they, they're like, I buy my lost luggage back from this store and it's yeah but uh i lucked out i got a lot of cool stuff and that was really fun and my thorn is that i was incredibly wrong last week about my redhead fact uh (laughs) my redhead fun fact i looked it up and however i was wrong however i'll start with this here This is a true fact about redheads. And I have a couple here. So I figured Anna and I would just take some, take turns kind of reading these fun facts off to you that are true. And hopefully that makes up for my very embarrassingly incorrect quote from last week. So the one that I want to read first is during the 16th and 17th centuries in Europe, redheads were often accused of witchcraft and executed and that was the fact that i ever so wrongly tried to quote last week Um, it's okay that's (laughs) i'm actually i feel like i heard that too but you never know myths but i mean i mean kind of true yeah um do you want to read a fun fact? Pick a fun fact to read about redheads, Anna? Okay. Um, and some of these, like, I've heard, but they don't, in my experience, they don't, they're not true. Like this one. Redheads have less hair with only 90,000 strands compared to an average of 110,000 for blondes and 140,000 for brunettes. However each strand of red hair is thicker than those of other colors i get the i get the density part like thicker strands of hair but i actually have a couple redded red haired clients who their hair is like hair yeah it's like ungodly thick like just so thick Mm mm-hmm Here was one that I thought was really cool. Redheads on average need 20% more anesthetic when they go into the hospital for surgery. That is so interesting. And um, I have heard that from anesthesiologists or nurse anesthetists. Well, nurse nurse anesthetists. Can't say that word. You know what I mean? (laughs) And an Yeah. It's like a thing that they know too, but it is weird and, and creepy and scary if you're going to surgery as a redhead so if you're redhead and you're hearing this for the first time maybe just um put that in the back pocket and maybe carry around a note that says give me more <laughs> give me more, <laughs> give me if more. I'm ever in surgery. <laughs> there's also one more that i wanted to share because i thought this one was super interesting oh okay go ahead um that redheads naturally produce their own vitamin d yeah so i read with that one that means that they are they have like higher immunities Mm -hmm. 
and their bones are stronger. Yes, vitamin, okay, so vitamin D deficiencies are super, super common where I live um, because we don't have sun and the main source of getting vitamin D is by absorbing sun. sun on your skin, open skin in the sun. So in the winter, we have like, there are many days where we'll go to work and it's dark and come back and it's dark. And right. and then if you are in the sun, you're like bundled. So there's no sun exposure. So we all are like vitamin de- defi- vitamin D deficient. So it's like a normal thing in the winter to take a supplement for that. Uh-huh. And, um, or you, I'm sure you, you've heard of people in like Alaska sitting under happy lights. Yeah, I have a sad yeah. lamp. Yeah, so it's kind of the yeah. same thing. But that's super cool that redheads produce their own vitamin D. And right? that all around makes them, like, vitamin D, if you're deficient, can lead to, like, depression. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense, too, because every redhead that I know is super bubbly. And I know I'm stereotyping, and I feel like people do this to redheads all the time. <laughs> but I'm a blonde, so... <laughs> uh but yeah anyways redheads are super nice and friendly and bubbly so that it could have something to do with their vitamin d yeah it could it actually could yeah oh here's one more just one more one more i think this actually if i read this it means that we read all of the fun facts but redheads don't go gray they keep their pigment longer before eventually just fading to white Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so interesting. And the more and I think about it, the more I think it reigns true, like, through experience, too. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I would say um, natural blondes. Like, really, really blonde. Like, right. not a level six blonde, but like a seven, eight, nine, ten blonde. Yeah, they'll are, just fade will... kind of to white. Mm-hmm. But, um... Also, redheads are, their hair has um, an extra, like, melanin. So there's different types of melanin in the hair. Pheomelanin, yeah. What is it? Eomelanin, pheomelanin, and what's the other one? I think it's just the two, eumelanin and pheomelanin. Well, I thought that redheads had three. Whatever. They have a mutated M1CR gene. Oh. And that is you really did do your research. <laughs> I did. I was so embarrassed for giving you guys incorrect facts that I was like, I need to do all the research to make sure that I like apprehend myself. That's not the correct word. Oh my Jesus. gosh, that is such a okay. Just going back to Enneagram, that's so you. Um, so five, <laughs> such a five-ish thing to do, but I appreciate that. Uh, but with that extra melanin. It makes it harder to lift their hair and sometimes get like that um, yes. cooler blonde, which makes sense because it's red, which is harder to get cool tones. But mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it said uh, there was another fact on this website that it says that reds are har- really hard to lift when you so then you have to lift over and over and over again, causing damage. Mm-hmm. And I, I find that to be true, too. Every time you highlight a redhead. I find that a raw lift on a redhead is some of the most beautiful golden tones that I've ever seen. Yeah. But those golden tones stay in the hair forever. 
getting mm-hmm. those golden tones to lighten out of the hair is extremely difficult. <laughs> it is, yeah. And it's hard because also, like... So if you're a redhead, just stay golden. Just embrace your golden tones. But with that being said, like, how beautiful is it to see cool tones... Like redheads, their complexion naturally is like cooler tones, mm-hmm. and they have like gen, you know, very light features. It is so striking when you can get a natural redhead to be a cool blonde. It's beautiful. It's a great, yeah, it looks great. But also the gold. Stick with the gold. Your hair will <laughs> stay gold, you. honey boy. Stay gold. <laughs> so... Okay, so. You want to go ahead? Yeah. Let's <laughs> go. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about goals. Goals are like roadmaps, so you know where you're headed. It keeps you on track. And a lot of times in life, before you start a new adventure or a new phase in life, it's a good time to sit back, reflect, and reassess, look at your goals, and, and see... How am I doing? Where am I? Have I met these goals? How can I do better? And set goals for the future. And it's really popular to have five-year goals. And then also popular to have daily and weekly goals. And many people are either super motivated by those goals or they just don't think about them. But if you are someone who is super motivated by them, which Hunter is, so he's going to be doing Absolutely, a I lot am. of the talking today and I'm going to be asking him more questions. But um, even if you're not someone who's motivated, I would say those long-term goals are very important. And even just um, writing them down and keeping them somewhere, it's super impactful. I found goals that were like in my old cosmetology notebooks and it was really encouraging and cool to reread some of those goals. And oh, I wish I had, because we, I remember doing that in cosmetology school, writing down goals for your career. I wonder what I wrote down. Oh my gosh. You'll, you'll have to do some digging. I know but, I don't have it. I'm, I'm not a hoarder. I'm a thrower awayer. Once I don't need it anymore, <laughs> I throw it away. Oh, that's too bad. That is too bad. This would be really fun to look at. But I'm personally in a stage where I am reflecting. I'm in that, that season of sitting back, reflecting, looking towards the future. And I am currently looking to write goals um, weekly and, and also reassess my five-year goals. So I'm excited to talk to you, the king of goals and the master of staying on topic. So um, why don't we start with just some of the monthly goals that you have for yourself like a roadmap they guide you to your destination so instead of thinking if the word goal scares you uh think of it more as your destination right there Mm -hmm. we go now we're cooking now we're moving with this my words are getting together So some of the goals that I set in the salon and the first thing that I, the first goal that I set for myself at the beginning of the year is a yearly goal. So I like to have a yearly 
service goal and a yearly retail goal. Okay. And so my current current goal in the salon for the year is $150,000 in services. So how I break that down is just into monthly, weekly, and daily goals. So if I want to bring in $150,000 a year, my monthly service goal is going to be $12,500 in services per month. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, my microphone just fell. Oh. Are we back? And then, now that I have my $12,500 monthly service goal, I know that I need to weekly make $3,000 in services, and that is around $730 a day in services. Okay, that, yeah, that, keep in mind that number is going to look different depending on where you live, because I look at that number and I was like, ooh. Right. Because <laughs> I live in a very rural area where that would be very hard. I'm not saying, in the, you know, maybe in the future, but right. um, you have to look at where you are at and set realistic goals from where right. you are. And that's key is realistic goals because you want to make sure your short-term goals are things that you can actually achieve. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is just based on growth from last year. So my goal is to grow my business 25% from what I did last year. So I took my goals from last year and increased them by 25%. And that gave me my this year, this year's goals. That's a great goal. And that's, and that's, do you feel like that's achievable? How have you been doing? Absolutely. I think it's achievable. February has been on pretty slow. Uh, but then normally March, April, May picks up and kind of makes up for February. So I'm on track. We, you know, everything that's going on in the world has been canceling weeks. Right? Yeah. I am finding a lot of cancellations and um, people are still getting sick, but... Getting sick left and right. To stay on track, uh, we have monthly meetings at the salon with the owner of the salon, both of the owners, and we go over our numbers and our goals. So our goals are not only written down for us, they're written down with our boss and our boss helps hold us accountable for those goals and one thing that she does is prints off a monthly projection a monthly forecast and that shows at the beginning of the month how booked you are through the month by the day and it has your service totals that you have booked on there starting at the beginning of the month So say February 1st, I was forecasted to do $700. And on February 1st, I did $650 or something like that. So that's a good way to stay on track for me. I write down every day what my totals were, retail and my service. Okay. Yeah. And that's like very, very nice that your owner does that and your boss like it knows how to motivate you guys in that way 
Absolutely. And I think too, it's our industry, I feel gets dumbed down a lot. And Mm. I think it's important, even if you don't have a boss that is motivating you to set these goals for yourself, use these goals that we're talking about right now monthly service goals monthly retail goals weekly retail goals weekly or monthly retail goals mm-hmm. my monthly retail goal is three thousand two hundred dollars which is an additional that's for me that's an additional check but so the way that i set my retail goal is honestly by what I wanted to buy. Oh. So I told you I'm super bougie. (laughs) Bougie on a budget. So I know in order to make a certain percentage of retail commission, I have to sell a certain amount of commission. And I've figured up a monthly shopping budget and that is my retail budget. That is so fabulous. So you are taking what other people are buying for themselves and turning it into buying for yourself. Stuff that I buy for me. Oh my gosh. Hunter, I love that. I'm going to steal that. (laughs) And I'm also getting some good, um, I'm getting motivated here because we do have our monthly meeting coming up and I am technically the manager of our our little salon. There's only four of us, Mm -hmm. but um, I do feel like sometimes I'm definitely dropping the ball with setting goals and helping people set goals. So I, it's a good reality check for me because I get so wrapped up with just doing hair and keeping my, like, focus on my clients that, like, no, you need to step back and reassess your goals. Otherwise, it is just the day-to-day and then all of a sudden it becomes the week-to-week and then the month-to-month and before you know it, it's like, what are you, what are you going towards? You need to right. keep your goals in mind. So yeah, this and is I a have- great yeah episode because i'm feeling motivated awesome but i have three main things that i like to focus on when i'm setting my goals and that's my pre-booking my retail and my services those are the three things that i like to focus on when i'm making my goals because pre-booking is how we get job security right Mm -hmm. so I want to look at my book four months from now and know that I'm going to be able to pay all my bills and be just fine and the way that you do that is pre-booking I've worked in a lot of places where they're super hyper focused on client count or guest count you want to have so many people in the salon at the same time but I like to just focus on those three so that I can give the guests that do come and sit in my chair the best experience and if I elevate their experience I elevate their ticket and that elevates my paycheck mm-hmm. so focusing on those three things versus how many clients are sitting in your chair will help give you better customer service, which helps everything. 
Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And um, pre-booking is definitely something you can do. You don't... So a lot of times my clients... I'm pretty busy in the salon and we are hiring someone. We actually hired her and she's taking her boards this upcoming weekend and I cannot wait for her. Oh, that's exciting. To get her license and start doing hair. She's going to be amazing. Um, so once Hannah starts um, doing hair, she, I will probably pass some of those clients that I have over to her because right now I'm booking like three or four appointments out. Yes, and, that's um, what I like to do. Do you like to do that? Because I... Oh, honey, if they will book from like January to January, I you will like take it. I love that. I would rather someone book their appointments for the entire year and me schedule my vacations and my time off around that than anything, honestly. I love a bitch that pre-books. I love it. <laughs> because... I do too, to an extent. But if it's past four months and... I get stressed out because I don't know what I'm going to be doing. And that comes back to exactly what we're talking about is that I need to set goals. So I will know exactly what I'm doing in five to six months. And I think that's why I'm feeling anxious about people wanting to book like four or more months out because I really want to be more focused on, cause I don't know. Like I, on the like present. I do. Yeah. Yes, I'm very focused on the present, but I do feel like I need to be more focused on the future. And uh, yeah, so. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite quotes is, sacrifice for what you want before what you want becomes the sacrifice. Hmm. And I feel like that was, that kind of broke down exactly what you just said, how living in the present can sometimes slow down the future. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I just had a little bit of a deep moment there. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. I like that. I'm going to dwell on that. And um, <laughs> this would have been the weekend where I would have done some deep soul searching in goal setting, but instead I was doing things like cleaning my fridge and doing taxes. And I went snowboarding and skiing, but I need to, I think I need to just go meditate and reassess my goals so can you re-say that quote yeah um sacrifice for what you want before what you want becomes the sacrifice nice thanks hunter this is great so um do you do you at the end of your day look at the next day and say okay this is what i'm gonna do this is how i'm gonna this is my person's ticket and I'm going to hopefully wax their eyebrows and add another $15. Absolutely. Yes, that is exactly Mm -hmm. what I do. So what I like to do, and that's what helps. That's why these monthly projection forecasts help me so much. Um, Like I said, I have my goals set up monthly, weekly, and daily, right? So if I look at my monthly projection and I see that on a Wednesday, which is the first day of the week that I work, I have two open spots and my projection for the day is only $500. So what I will do is I will go to Friday or Saturday, the days that are easier to fill up, 
And I will see if I have a guest on one of those days that I can have move to an earlier appointment. And then if they move, I have a better chance of filling the opening that I have on a Friday and a Saturday than I do on a Wednesday. Hmm. So I will do that at the beginning of the week. And then every morning is when I do my daily assessment of what I have. So in the morning, I'll look at my tickets, look at my total, my projected total, and see where I have room to add add on services like eyebrow waxes, deep conditioners. And uh, if you're not busy in the salon, and this is something that I started doing when I very first started doing hair. And then whenever I moved back to Tennessee, I started doing this again is whenever I'm offering a deep conditioner or even a glaze, offer them a hand massage to elevate mm-hmm. that experience just a little bit more. Because I used then to that, do that as a new stylist too. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, I want to bring back the hand massage or like the neck massage while their hair is processing. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's an amazing thing just to elevate that service so that I think one service goes a long way. It does. And sometimes you don't have to charge for those things either. You know, it could be a complimentary. Exactly. And that's what people that I remember once though, I did ask if someone wanted a hand massage while she was, her hair was processing and she turned me down and um, did a number on my confidence. Did it? Oh, <laughs> some people just don't no, like no. to be touched like that. No, it, I'm joking about my confidence, but it, I think it did affect me asking if people wanted hand massages. And it's you're absolutely it's right. Some a rejection people... thing. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like oh, huh? that didn't feel good. <laughs> Is it me? Is it something I said? <laughs> Is it me? Am I the drama? Am I the problem? I... I'm actually, believe it or not, fun fact about me, I am that type of person. I would turn it down. Really? I got my nails done and they asked me if I wanted to like get a manicure and all of that. And I said, I would love a manicure, but I don't want you to like massage me. Oh. Like you can put lotion on my hands, but like don't linger. Don't massage. (laughs) Do you like to give massages? That it doesn't bother me a bit to give massages you just don't like to get them right I don't like Mm. to be touched another goal that I set for myself though getting back on track because we are kind of airbrained today this is going to be a fun episode to edit (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but another goal that I like to set for myself is a social media posting goal oh please go on you know I don't (laughs) I'm preaching, I'm preaching to the choir pot calling the kettle black, but I do have the goal set and my goals are, uh, three to five stories per day and three to four posts per week. Nice. So at least, (laughs) I was at least a picture of every day that I work. Yes. And that is amazing. And like, I I take pictures all the time. I have so many pictures on my phone. I just never post. And I was just see, thinking about that. I'm like... See, and I'm the opposite. I will... If I have it, I'll post it. But mm-hmm. if I... 
if I, I just don't take pictures a lot and I don't know why. I have so many pictures on my phone that are just waiting and I have a lot of drafts that are waiting, but I don't like captioning. Like, I do not like You don't like have to put captioning. a caption. Mm. Who says you have to put a caption? Why don't you just like, like, if you don't feel like writing a caption, just be like, no cap. I don't feel like writing a caption. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the kids say. No cap. Oh my gosh. Oh. Um that's great and I I think that's something that I should do too because it is like but here's another thing is if your social media is not tied up with your goal then don't do it because then it's interfering you know what I mean if your yes. social media account is because it really I feel like there's such pressure on us as hairstylists to, to be influencers yeah and it's like why mm. I mean maybe maybe it's like that in every single career and I just don't know because this is the one I'm in but I feel like there's that, that pressure for us and um it's just like if it's not going to benefit your goal your five-year or 10-year goal then do it for fun like when you like it and maybe that's why I haven't been posting either because I don't have my goals solidified I mean I do have like long long long-term goals but like I need to break them down like it is I just keep on going back to it I'm sorry you guys from sounding redundant but like well, I think, I think it's it important really to mention, though, that you don't have goals right now because you just achieved your long-term goals. Yeah, I, I achieved like, a I don't lot feel of like you've mentioned years. that yet. I, I think, mean, I did a little bit. Yeah, so I think that is super important to mention that you're not you're not just without <laughs> without a goal, without a direction. Oh you just, man! Sometimes... You literally just achieved them all, and now you yeah. have to you have to grow. So you're having growing pains, and that's it's true. That's just it's part true. of it. That's just part and of I, it. I always say because this is like a feeling that I feel sometimes. It's a common feeling. I tell my my family and my close friends, and I'm like today I just feel like a piece of plankton in the ocean, and I just feel like it's kind of a season where I'm just getting like I'm floating along where the waves send me which mm-hmm. there's a certain beauty to that just like free spirit chill, free spirit go with the flow but my desire is to be like a freaking whale that just makes my own waves and like pushes through so I um yeah I need to work my way up to being a whale and maybe next step is like the jellyfish that like kind of pushes. <laughs> you can push the water back, give it a little bit of pushback. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to stay a plankton, but so if you're listening, rate yourself on ocean animals. Are you plankton? Where on the scale of plankton to whales do you live? <laughs> I'm a shrimp. What shrimp? <laughs> Fast. Very fast. No, Hunter, definitely, like, hearing you talk about your goals, you sound more of, like, I don't want to say shark, because that makes you sound aggressive. I would say that um, I'm pretty aggressive. Or a dolphin. Yeah, killer whale. Let's say a killer whale, because they're very aggressive, but, no, actually, But also, they're kind of cute, and I'm kind of cute. Yeah. I'm going to (laughs) say that you're a dolphin. (laughs) Because you're not actually harmful, whereas I think killer whales can, like, 
kill other animals. Talk a real big game. Dolphin. You're a dolphin. Yeah. Dolphins talk real big games. (laughs) Okay, um, so while we were talking about hugs, I did research. Everyone needs to know. This is for you, Hunter. How many hugs do we need? A family therapist says we need four hugs a day for survival. We need eight hugs a day for maintenance, and we need 12 hugs a day for growth. So take it or leave it, but you better at least be getting four hugs a day. That is very interesting. I didn't get any hugs today, except for my cat. That counts. That counts. That counts. He sat on my lap all day while I was doing taxes, so maybe that super counts. Yeah, you had at least the equivalent of 15 hugs. <laughs> Thriving over here. Thriving. <laughs> I did read something somewhere about a hugs that says, I think it's like a scientific fact that if you're going to hug, you should hug for at least 15 seconds because oh. it takes that long for your serotonin to... I don't know if it takes that long for your serotonin to realize that you're hugging or if dopamine is what's created by a hug. But some chemical in your brain, it takes 15 seconds. Huh. Oh my gosh. And I realized I feel so bad. I did. I just lied. I got one hug. I had <gasps> a friend come over and I got a hug. So yeah, I got one hug. I'm You just doing discounted that friend. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If they're but listening. But it was 15 seconds. It was not 15 seconds. So maybe just. So does it even count? No. Maybe it was like a half a hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely half hug. <laughs> so, okay, Anna, do you so have a hair quiz question for me. You do? I most definitely do. I yes. was honestly expecting to throw you off your game there and oh. to buy myself some time. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. So, true or false? Stress causes gray hair. Hmm. I'm going to say false. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. I don't know where um, my false came from, but please tell me. Let me read you. Uh, so the color of hair is determined by a pigment known as melanin. We already talked about that. Hair turns gray once the melanin has already com- completely depleted. However, this is kind of a sort of... <laughs> While being under stress can't turn your hair gray, stress can cause your hair to shed at about three times faster than normal. Holler if you've ever experienced that. Uh, mm-hmm. Once a hair follicle produces hair, the hair is set. If a single strand of hair starts out brown or red or black or blonde, it is n- never going to turn gray. Your hair follicle produces less color as they age. So when hair goes through its natural cycle of dying and being regenerated, it's more likely to grow in as gray beginning age or beginning after the age of 35. Interesting. I started going gray when I was 17. I know. And I've seen clients who... I haven't. Thankfully, knock on wood. Um, I have not gone gray, but although it's not bad, like, why do we, why do we, is it something we all fear? 
but what I was going to say is that I have literally been doing kids hair, like children, like seven mm-hmm. to 12 and I found gray hairs. Well, have you seen the, the birthmark that is just a patch of white hair? Yes. In the front. Are you talking about the piece in the front? Well, sometimes it's in the front. Sometimes it's in the back. It's mm-hmm. different places for different people. But I've seen, I had a friend in high school specifically who he had a patch on like the side of his head that was just white hair. Mm-hmm. And those are really hard pieces of hair to color too, by the way. Um, oh yeah, it won't color. Fact, I have an interesting fact for next week that I'm going to share about that like striking white piece in the front of the hair so just stay tuned i have to make sure that i get it all correct but yes um anyways good job it is a myth but yes if you shed a lot of your hair your hair because you're stressed your hair can grow back gray but that's just the natural cycle so that is very interesting that don't get stressed that's the moral of the story Less Set your stressy. goals and don't get stressed and get hugs. At get least hugged. for a day. Get hugged, set your goals, and eliminate stress. And if you're a redhead, you have a lot of vitamin D. Well, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to another <laughs> episode of Break Room Banter, a hairstylist adjacent podcast. If you're listening on your favorite podcast app, please, please, please leave us a five-star review. And if you're listening on our YouTube channel, this week's secret word is calendar because there's a calendar in front of me so if you listen to this point of the podcast even if you're listening on your favorite podcasting app please go to our youtube channel and leave the secret word which is calendar in the comment section if you would like to follow us on our social media i am at hair x hunter on instagram the podcast instagram is at breakroom banter pod and Miss Anna's pot Instagram is <laughs> at Anna.SHR8Hair. And until next time, this has been Break Room Banter. Bye. Bye.